and welcome back to Wrestling with ASAP. I am your host ASAP, and today I'm be talking about last night's Royal Rumble pay per view, giving you my honest 100% real reaction, uncensored. I'm about to lay down into it. Shit happened last night. We had great matches. We had a Royal Rumble match that's being talked about a lot. Not in good ways either. But I'm here today to give you my 100% uncensored, honest opinion on last night's Royal Rumble. But first, go subscribe to me on iTunes and Google Play, Wrestling with ASAP. Go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling with ASAP. Go do that shit. Go support the homie out. I'm here to talk about wrestling passionately. Also, join me soon. I will pop off this first take show soon. I'm going to get in touch with the first person to be on my show. And hopefully we get that shit rolling next week. Because I'm ready to debate some wrestling. It's WrestleMania season. I'm really ready to debate some. It's going to be hectic. And I'm sorry today if I sound kind of raspy. I'm under the weather right now. I got a sore throat. Not good for recording, but I'm here to talk about the Royal Rumble because I want to talk about this shit. Because last night really, really struck some struck some chords on me. I'm, I'm ready to rant about this shit. But let's, let's dive straight in. The undercard was great. We had great matches all night. Starting off with Bailey versus Charlotte. Great, great women's match to start off the show. Great show opener and got the crowd invested. The crowd was ready for Baylor to win. Sadly, she didn't, but the crowd was ready for it. It shows that the crowd will be behind Baylor no matter what. She is the ultimate babyface. Crowd loves her. It, sooner or later, when she wins the title, the pop will be humongous. But nah, she isn't ready to be champion quite yet. She isn't ready to carry it on the main roster quite yet. But Charlotte, on the, on the other hand, her dominance cannot be overlooked. It was a great match. Charlotte showed her dominance. The natural selection on the side of the ring was a perfect way to end the match. It was just a great women's match. And that's all we could ask for. Um, Charlotte could be underappreciated because she's a bitch and people real life hate her. But that's her job. To be a bitch and to get people to real life hate her. So she's doing her shit. It was a great, great match to start off the Raw Rumble show. Um, even the pre-show matches were fucking good. We had the women's SmackDown uh, tag team match. That was good. We had Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson becoming tag team champions on the pre-show. That was good. And and then Nia Jax defeated Sasha Banks on the uh, pre-show. So we got we got character development there. The beginning of the show was great. Beginning of the Raw Rumble was great. Pre-show and the beginning match between Charlotte and Bailey was great. Um, and then it picked up even more. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens and no DQ match. Chris Jericho hung above. And I'm about to rant a little bit about this one, even though Kevin Owens won, which is what needed to happen. My question is, when will Kevin win clean? I mean, Braun Strowman helped him win this match. I mean, Kevin needs to win clean. That's the only way to get championships, champions respect with the audience is for them to win clean. The crowd will respect Owens if he whipped everybody's ass. Okay, they will respect him. They will still hate him, but they will respect him. Well, the crowd loves Kevin Owens. What am I saying? But no, have that man be a bully. Have that man be a monster. Instead, you got him looking like a chump. But um, no. This match further proved that Kevin Owens cannot win clean and Roman Reigns is Superman, for heaven's sakes. Fuck it. Let me tell you what Roman Reigns did in this match. Roman Reigns took a brutal frog splash to the table. Took a brass knuck shot to the face. A one, one knockout blow brass knucks. I don't think I've ever seen anybody in WWE really kick out from brass knucks. Then he took a stunner in Texas. And know, you know what he did after all that? He kicked out at two. And then continued to look strong throughout the match until Braun Strowman came out and destroyed him. And 
it's just ridiculous at this point. Why is Roman this superhero? I understand faces have to kick out in matches. I understand faces have to look strong in matches. But this is goddamn ridiculous. They are shoving Roman Reigns so far down our throat that is getting I'm getting pissed. Um, I I've been pissed. This is utterly ridiculous. Why is Roman so much above everybody else on the roster? Why is his image more important than anybody else's? I don't understand it. This man's behind it. Obviously, he has some type of weird ass fetish with Roman Reigns that I do not understand. And I, I don't want to rant all about Roman Reigns right now because I got some ranting to do later. And I'm sure y'all know what that's about already. But anyway, great match between the two. Um, great spots. The the chair spot, the table spot with the frog splash. It was a a fucking great match. Go back and watch it if you have it. Even if you hate Roman, you cannot deny his in-ring talent. I don't want to get that twisted with y'all. I bash on Roman a lot. But in-ring, he delivers. Too bad he's fucking Superman all the time and wants to kick out of everything. But other than that, in-ring, the dude is a monster. The dude will get it done. But after that match, we got a great cruiserweight title match between Rich Swan and Neville. Neville ended up coming out top. Neville is the king of the cruiserweights. We all know this. Neville is on a different level than all the other cruiserweights. And here's the only problem I have with Neville win. It's not really a problem. It's more of a question. My question is, who who is a real threat to Neville in that cruiserweight division? At all. TJ Perkins been, ever since his debut, he's went to the shitter. Um, Rich Swan, he just got beat by Neville. And I'm sure he's going to lose a rematch. Brian Kendrick done went down the shitter too. Next up, next up, I would say would have to be Cedric Alexander. And here, and here is why I say Cedric Alexander. For the simple reason, he's finally, hopefully he's done with the Noam Dar, Alicia Fox shit. That was god awful. I hate that shit. Cedric Alexander is too talented in the ring to be doing silly shit like that. So hey, have Cedric Alexander challenge Adrian, uh, I was about to say Adrian Neville. Ugh, what the fuck? Anyway, have Cedric Alexander challenge Neville for the title, and we we are bound to have classic matches, and that's all we could really ask for. I hope WWE lets the talent do more matches like Neville and Rich Swan had. I heard they was trying to calm down the cruiserweights at the beginning, but cruiserweights haven't been working, so you got to turn that shit up, fam. And Cedric Alexander versus Neville is the greatest way to do that, to be honest with you, because they will tear the house down every single night like it's a cruiserweight uh, classic battle. So, cruiserweights... They're on Neville back now, so hopefully they can actually do something productive on Raw when they are on screen because I'm tired of their talents being wasted week after week after week. Whew! But nah, let me let me talk about let me talk about the match of the night, possibly match of the year already in WWE. And that is AJ Styles versus John Cena versus for the WWE Championship. And boy, was it nonstop action. I love me some AJ Styles versus John Cena. Never disappoints. I was I, I kind of had it in my head. I'm like, okay, how can they top their SummerSlam match? Because their SummerSlam match, instant classic. I was like, there's no way they're going to match it. Um, But lo and behold, as I watch and witness that match, I'm like, God damn it, this is better than that SummerSlam match. There was throwing in submissions. There was kickouts. There was fucking avalanche AA. There was kick out of AA. There was fucking kicks out of Styles class. There was teases of John Cena doing Styles class. They had AJ Styles doing the STF. It was action everywhere. I enjoyed every bit of it. And I know what people's gonna say. Why, why, why have AJ lose to John Cena? That diminishes everything's done. 
No, it, it, it does not. It simply does not. John Cena is one of the greatest of all time. Understand that. I don't care what your opinion on John Cena is. Know he is the greatest of all time. Show that motherfucker some respect. Show him the respect he deserves, okay? Greatest of all time. AJ loses nothing but the title by losing to John Cena. He gained respect to, by fans, I am sure. That match was an instant classic. And it didn't take one AA to, to take down AJ Styles. It took two AAs, an avalanche AA, then two more AAs. That 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 doesn't diminish nothing at all. At fucking all. And I loved how John Cena, he hit the one AA after he counted the phenomenal forearm. But he didn't stop that. He knew one AA was not going to keep down AJ Styles. From the moment he saw him on the ground after that AA, picked him right back up and hit another one on his ass. And I like that shit. Show some realism into the fight. So John Cena knew one AA isn't going to get the job done against AJ Styles. This man is inhuman against me. So I need to do more. So it was a great match. Shout out to Charles Robinson, a.k.a. Lil Nate, being the ref for that match. He was also the ref. This is a fun fact. He was also the ref for the match when Ric Flair won his 16th world title. So... Great little story right there. They hugged after the match. It was a great match. Great fucking match. I cannot praise it enough. I'm probably going to watch it again tonight at work. Here's my questions, okay? I'm going to talk more about John Cena and the title later. But no, I'm going to talk about it right now. I'm going to talk about it right now. What happens? Does he go against Randy Orton, who won won the uh, Royal Rumble at WrestleMania? Or does the title change at Elimination Chamber? That's what I'm wondering. Does AJ Styles get the title back at Elimination Chamber? Or what's next for AJ Styles? There was rumors going around that he's going to have a match against Shane at WrestleMania. And God forbid. That fucking happens, I'm going to be pissed at WWE. AJ Styles needs to be doing something he deserves to be doing. And that is wrestling against a man who can put on a five-star classic with him. Instead, they're going to have him go against Shane. I'm not with it. I love Shane. Don't get me wrong. But AJ Styles needs a real wrestler to go against because he is a real wrestler himself. Therefore, he needs to put on a classic at WrestleMania. But what do, what do we do with AJ Styles? It's going to be, be uh, kind of interesting to see. I don't know. I don't have the answers, Sway. We're just going to have to sit back and hopefully watch SmackDown this week and get the answers. Elimination Chamber is in two weeks. Fuck. By the time we know it, there's going to be no build and Elimination Chamber is going to be here. So let's get it. Once again, round of applause for that match. I'm about to give him a standing O right now. That shit last night, boy. That was wrestling defined. That was re- what wrestling fans want, Vincent Kennedy, my man. That's what we want. John Cena versus AJ Styles wrestling. But it's now time to talk about something that's going to get me angry. And that is the actual Royal Rumble match. I was ready for it. I was ready for the Royal Rumble match Oh. Fucking month long. We got Brock Lesnar in there. We got Goldberg in there. We got Braun Strowman in there. We got Undertaker in there. We got heavy hitters in there, okay? Heavy hitters. But I'm about to break down what was wrong with the Royal Rumble, okay? First, I'm going to break down what was good. Braun Strowman looked like a monster. Only bad thing is, he should have lasted until the heavy hitters got in there to show his dominance with them. He was out the ring before Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Undertaker, or any of them were out there. So, there was that. That was it. He wasn't in the ring for that. He got eliminated by Baron Corbin, which, hey, we know Braun's a monster, but Baron Corbin needs that extra, that extra, uh. And him eliminating Braun was great. So, beginning of the Rumble was good. Beginning of the Rumble was good. We had Ty Dillinger debut. The 10 chant. WWE knew not to fuck that up. 10, 10, 10. So, they knew not to fuck that up. 
Um, beginning of the rumble was good, but here's my problem: they stacked up all the heavy hitters at the end. Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and the Undertaker all got clumped up in 26, 28, and twenty nine, and that's simply because they can't wrestle a long match anymore, and that's that's really stupid. Like what? The fans think the people draw numbers. What are the chances that fucking Brock Lesnar, Undertaker, and Goldberg all get late 20 numbers? Please tell me. It don't make no sense to me. And Brock Lesnar, when Brock Lesnar came out, he destroyed everybody. And when Goldberg came out, he automatically became a jobber. Okay, I get the story. I get the story. Goldberg got Brock Lesnar's number. But having Brock Lesnar fucking run through everybody, including Randy Orton, having him run through everybody and then have Goldberg come out here and just bitch him around, Makes everybody look inferior to not only Brock Lesnar, but inferior to Goldberg, a man who hasn't wrestled a lengthy match in 12 years. Why should we respect this shit? Anyway, Undertaker came out at 30, I mean at 29. I'm going to talk about 30 in a second. He came out at 29, and him and Goldberg had a stare down, which was pretty good. We ain't we ain't never seen that shit before, so that was pretty intense. I like that shit, even though they're both part-timers. I enjoyed that, just as a wrestling fan, you know. I enjoyed that shit. Alright, but we had Undertaker come out at 29. So we're like, oh shit. If he's at 29, who comes in at 30? If Undertaker's 29, who comes out at 30? The options are running through people's head. Is Kurt Angle going to come out? Is Samoa Joe going to come out? Is Finn Balor going to come out? We are anticipating. We are waiting. We are waiting for number 30 to come out. The fans, we're all waiting. We're all waiting. Matter of fact, I'm going to read something to you right now. Uh, This... This post I saw on Reddit, okay? I'm going to read this to you. This is right before number 30 came out, okay? I'm going to read this. Let me go find it on my phone real quick. This summed it up. This was a Reddit post uh, by PM Me Pie Recipes. Shout out to you. I don't know who it is, but I saw this on Reddit, and it basically sums up what happened at number 30, okay? This is the post. I was there. There was so much tension in the air right before 30. Never before have I witnessed so much excitement. Undertaker at 29, who could top that? Now I love me some Roman, but at the moment, 53,000 people simultaneously lost all momentum and just sat down. It was a collective sigh of disappointment. Not even rage, just disappointment. That's what happened when Roman Reigns came out at number 30. And when I tell you that, that little fucking paragraph right there explains how I felt. To the T. That is how every fan felt. I literally got up from my sofa and just walked to the kitchen and wanted to punch something. Out of all the people, you have come out at number 30. You have Roman Reigns. Why, WWE? Why? Not only do you have him coming in at 30, you have him come in, dominate everything like he wasn't just in a brutal-ass battle an hour ago. And it's... (sighs) It's it's just crazy. It's crazy. It saddens me. He came in. He didn't. He dominates everybody. He fucking eliminates the Undertaker. You know how many other people could have benefited that, benefited from that, and got real heel heat, and would have got their name out there from that. Braun Strowman could have done that for heaven's sakes, and it would have been way better. Baron Corbin could have did that shit. Would have been way better. You know who could have came out at thirty and eliminated Undertaker and would have been way better. The crowd would have actually popped for this. If AJ Styles would have came out at 30. But why? Why does Roman come out at 30? Vince McMahon, I'm at the point where I know he just loves pissing off people and seeing them rant on the internet. 
He has some weird fetish with people hating him on the internet because he does this shit constantly over and over and over again and does not fucking listen. I, I'm, I want to go through Twitter and just read the reactions of to when Roman Reigns won. Matter of fact, right now, I'm, I didn't even pull nothing up. I didn't have nothing pulled up ready for this. I'm searching up Roman Reigns on Twitter and I'm looking at the top, the top, the top tweets about Roman Reigns. Okay, here we go. Ready? Randy Orton spared me a heart attack tonight. Fuck WWE and fuck Roman Reigns. This is another tweet. Reports that fans walked out of their seats when Roman Reigns came out at number 30. There's a meme going around. Going, achievement unlocked when he when he eliminated Undertaker. Most hated wrestler in history. Here's, here's a tweet from the fans podcast. The only way Roman Reigns could get any more heat is if Trump managed him. See, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. WWE. Fans do not want Roman Reigns in their face every three seconds. We we don't. Y'all shoving them down our face like that's who we want. It's not who we want. It's not even the fact that's not who we want. We've done seen it. He is Superman. We get it. He Superman punches Chris Jericho over the top. He eliminates everybody. Yada, yada, yada. But then I will give one shout out to the creative member who realized the only way Randy Orton was going to get cheered for winning the Royal Rumble is if he eliminated Randy Orton. I mean, if he eliminated Roman Reigns. And that was the only way Randy Orton was getting cheered. Because people hate Roman so fucking much. Randy, and also, here's another thing. I love Randy Orton. He had no fucking business winning the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble was supposed to get new talent over. Or, not even new talent. To get somebody over. To push to the top. Randy Orton's been to the top. Randy Orton's been to the top. He's He was in Evolution right when he came in. Like, 2004. He's been there, done that. He doesn't need this shit. You had Bray Wyatt in the t- in the in the uh, final three. He could have easily won it and benefited way more than fucking Randy Orton. I don't know what WWE was thinking when they was booking the fucking Mania match, but just just I don't know. I don't know. I'm at the point where I think WWE needs literally a team, a special team that just books the Royal Rumble every year. That's the only thing they had to focus on because apparently the Royal Rumble is too hard to book for these fucking these fucking soap opera actors. I mean writers. This shouldn't shouldn't be that hard to book. You have people. You have, you spotlight talent. Okay, that was the Royal Rumble was all about. Instead, you spotlight part timers who come in and eliminate people. Okay, it mm, it rubbed me the wrong way and it sucked because the Royal Rumble pay per view was great all the way around. The matches were great. The talent were great. They put it on the line. And the Royal Rumble fucked it all up. And I don't know where they go with WrestleMania. If Randy Orton's going against John Cena. Lord, I hope not. But the Royal Rumble really killed me. I was ready for it. It was anticipated. And I knew they would fuck it up. And sure enough, they did. They did. I never, ever want to see Roman Reigns. I never, ever want to see Roman Reigns near a Royal Rumble match again. Shout out to Chris Jericho for that. He ruined it. He fucking ruined it. But anyway, we get to see uh, Raw tonight. Is it going to be watchable? I don't even fucking know. But I know I am ready for SmackDown. SmackDown is the show, to, the show to go to. I don't even know what's my reason to watch Raw. Other than I'm interested in Triple H and Seth Rollins. Other than that, why am I watching? Why am I watching Raw? To see Roman buffoon the whole roster? I don't understand. Anyway, other than the Raw Rumble match, we had a great Raw Rumble pay-per-view. John Cena versus AJ Styles instant classic. They should have went on last because they deserved it. Anyway, like I said, we got Raw tonight, SmackDown Tuesday. I'm going to be back this week with another episode of Wrestling with ASAP. Whew, I'm tired from ranting. Shit. Raw Rumble got me heated. 
But anyway, man, I'm, I'm glad I got to talk about the Royal Rumble with y'all. WrestleMania season is upon us. We had some shocks last year. Shane returned for WrestleMania season last year. So what's going to happen this year with WrestleMania? I only, only got to tune in and see, I guess. Anyway, this has been another episode of Wrestling with ASAP. I'm going to fuck with y'all next time. Holla.